The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello from Milan. This is not going to be the best audio of our life because I forgot my portable recorder, which is so handy. It has like a little Bluetooth mic and plugs right into my phone. And of course, I forgot it. So hello. I have been traveling now for two weeks. We go home tomorrow. So I thought I'd give you a little recap of this trip. Because we went to some new places. We went to some places we've already been. And I want to give my genuine feedback. So first of all, we kind of wanted to have... It's very odd. I would like to be able to go on a trip and turn my phone off. I was just like delete Instagram. But, you know, ultimately this is how I work. And so I really didn't have my phone with me that much. Obviously, I took a lot of photos to document. I I have so much I need to post. And now I'm like overwhelmed looking at my phone of all the content that I have. And I don't know about you guys. I mean, I'm sure everybody feels like this, where you just like look at what other people are posting. And then I'm like, what am I supposed to post? which is so weird because I'm a 36-year-old adult and this has only just started happening in the last few months of my life where I've gotten really self-conscious about what I'm posting and if it looks good enough and whatever. The trip has been super beautiful, so it's also really odd to like take an experience that's so special and use it in such a flat form to express something that feels very hard to express unless you're living in it, which I guess speaks to how odd Instagram is in general, because you really are getting such a lack of context, right? Which way we need to have a little bit more grace for each other. But anyway, so we had a wedding in Portofino that we've known about for a few months now. Portofino is a place we've never been. And then we got invited to spend some time with some friends 
before the trip. And then we also had a couple work things pop up. So it ended up working out that we could make all of these things happen within two weeks. It was something we could have said no to. (laughs) We are really busy with work. This was financially irresponsible. But we also knew that there were parts of this trip that we would never really get like offered again and experiences that we felt were really good for our souls. And I really wanted, I don't know, I just, we both kind of were like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just go on this trip that we kind of got invited to go on because this is really, you know, hopefully next year we'll have two kids and I don't foresee anything like this happening when there's two children. For context, Carmela is, I haven't come out openly and said, Carmela is very easy. She's a really easy, easy kid. And it's come to my attention in the last few months that, not come to my attention last few months, it's been made more clear to me in the last few months that my daughter has a very old soul. And obviously, you know, I have taken her to countless doctors. I'm sure many of you have listened to that episode and for her hypotonia. And, you know, I checked for genetic mutations. Like I've like done a deep dive and she doesn't fall into like any category. Like, it's odd to me how easy she is. Like, I was like, is there, but she doesn't, she's just content and like loves her routine and is really observant and will play independently or with us, but like for long, for a long time. Like if I give her a new book, She just looks at me. She's like, book, 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 book. And then she opens the book and she points to the colors and she'll say what the animals are. I mean, it's really, but it it captures her attention for a lot longer. So I'm giving you this context because I usually get a lot of comments about being a bad parent and leaving her, but I don't think she gives one shit that we're on. You know, my mom lives with us. Her routine doesn't change. Her nanny is there every day who... She's, you know, they have their own very intense relationship. And then my cousin always stays at our house. And she used to watch me when my parents would go out of town a lot when I was little. It's also like, we also have to understand like the culture of each other's families. My parents went out of town to do fun things with their friends or to reconnect as a couple all the time, all the time, all the time. I always remember having my cousins stay with me or babysitters or they were going out to dinner. I mean, they went out to dinner at least once or twice, at least once a week on a date, if not with another couple. And they would go on trips as often as they could. And so to me, it wasn't traumatizing. It felt nice. And I feel the same for her. It's also not like she's being uprooted and staying somewhere different or she's not in her house. Like, She's had the exact same, you know, she's also in school now, so she is busy. 
Anyway, so we were like, this is kind of like an odd time in our life where we have an independent two-year-old and like no other children. And we got to say yes to this trip. So the trip started where we landed in Naples. We love Naples. Naples is fucking sick, you guys. If it's a place where you can go, I would go. Naples is the only place that I'll tell you there are neighborhoods that are not safe. It looks like you're in a fucking movie. Parts of Naples, like you'll see the guy like outside sitting on his bike with his tank top and his like gold chains and he's smoking and he's looking at you and you're kind of like, like, did I walk into a scene? Like it, it's so quintessentially Naples. It's magnificent, but it's rough around the edges. There aren't like that many great hotels. We always stay. Oh my God, I can't remember what it's called something content. There's a bunch of hotels like right on the water. We always stay there, especially because we had a car. We were meant to, we got on, we went on a boat with some friends. We were meant to depart from Naples, but there was a bunch of storms. So they were in Catania. So we, when we landed, realized that we needed to be in Sicily the next day. There weren't really flights. The flight would have taken us just as long. It was just as expensive. So we rented a car. Here's the funny thing about Naples. Some of the streets, most of the streets, a lot of the streets are tiny. You can't bring a normal sized car. So I found this fucking adorable Airbnb, not Airbnb, a bed and breakfast that was like a couple hundred bucks. That was looked fucking to die for. And we got in our rental car, ripped from the hotel, and we were trying to get to the B&B with our, obviously, just like using the map. But our car, which was a small car, we rented, it was like a, it was like a Q3, you know, small by American standards. We couldn't turn on the small streets and we got stuck. And we kept calling the woman, telling her we were totally fucking stuck. And she was trying to direct us. And then we lost reception. Like some parts of Naples don't have, doesn't, where we were, didn't have a good reception. I was like, it was, it was hilarious. And so we called the other hotel where we stayed last time that's on like a big main road and they have valet for the car. Oh, that's also another thing. If you are going to rent a car and you're staying in a small, cute place, like in the center of Naples, it's totally no big deal. Just make sure you get the, the tiniest car and then just know a lot of these places obviously don't have, they're little places. They don't have valet. They don't have parking. So the parking garage was like far away from where we were staying and we had to leave. We left Naples to drive to Catania at like five in the morning because I believe it was a f- six hour drive, five hour drive, which we've done a million times. It's fun for me. I'm a passenger princess. Like I get in the car arrive at our destination or I wake up when we go to an autograph. Anyway, so we had one night in Naples, which I really wish we had had two. And two of our really good friends were supposed to be there, Orazio, then our other friend Giotto, who is born and raised in Naples and now lives there again, but he was in Milan. So we went to a restaurant that's very famous there that was recommended by a couple of people called Mimi. And I didn't like it. I had two, the first two things we had were incredible, but the rest of it was just okay. And I'll tell you this, it's, by the way, it's a very well-established restaurant. It's a very well-respected restaurant. It's beautiful. The sweet owner is in there. 
this is a, a state, like me saying this out loud is going to get me in a lot of trouble. But I'm going to tell you this. If you have one night in Naples, it's not a place I would tell you to go. Also, because there was like no music playing, like the vibe was kind of weird. So we got there. We were all like, I just had a great aperitivo with Davide's friend Nicola. And we were ripping and we were so excited. And then we like got to the restaurant and I was like, I don't like this vibe. Like I want something that was like more vibey. So I wish that we had gone to the restaurant where we ate last time. What the fuck is the name of that restaurant? I'm going to just write a list in the description of the email. Damn, what was it called? Dadora. It was called Dadora. So good. Up a little cute street. Like, Naples is crazy because a lot of the apartments, I mean, this is many places in Italy, but like Naples is where I see it the most. The, a lot of the apartments are street level and then they have to have their doors open. Like this was in the neighborhood where we had lunch in Umbria on this trip too. So, you know, you walk up this kind of like dark street, didn't have a lot of lights, but then everyone's doors are open and you see like the flickering of TVs and there's just like a cute old man like in his underwear in his living room and you like make eye contact as you're walking to dinner. It's out of this fucking world. I also, as somebody who lived in New York for a long time, really loved, like, I love the idea always of, like, a shared space like that for some reason. Like, I always loved, like, I had a basement-level apartment at one point, which was, I mean, listen, like, someone, there was this fucking weirdo who lived down the street who like did put his dick in my bedroom window a couple times, but I would scream at him and chase him down the street and he would run into his parents' apartment. I think he was a little special. But I love New York for that. I love Italy for that. I know that is common in many countries, but, you know, I have no problem with, like, I would love to live in an apartment that was like a ground level and I could just like leave the door open to my living room and see people walk by. That to me is a fucking dream. Very communal living. And I always try to do that at home a lot. Like I'll leave our front doors open and like sit in our front yard. But like, you know, we get freaked out. Like there are times where David will be like, close the door. Like don't let people, it's just like so sad because think about, the energy and the intention of that. It's me purposely closing myself off from the world to protect myself. Like, but that's what kind of like our neighborhood requires. So Dodora, I loved. And Dodora also had food that I liked more, like a fennel salad that was just shaved fennel with olive oil and lemon. Like really good vongole. Ali olio e peperoncino, like, you know, simple Italian food where this place was like kind of fancy. And I was like, I don't want that. And guys, this happens a lot in Italy. Higher level establishments, as they should, because every restaurant can't just be the same, but they love to like pull out all these fancy stops. Like last night we had a crazy fancy meal. And the entire time I was like, I just want pasta pomodoro. Like I just want normal, simple, humble food. So just know that there are times where you got to really understand what you're getting into because a lot of, like many places in the world, you know, a lot of these establishments are li- would like to give you like a different, more elevated experience. And if you are in Italy expecting pasta from a nonna, you need to make sure that that's what you're getting, right? Fancy. We know this. Fancy doesn't always mean 
better. So we had that one kind of annoying meal. I mean, I'm happy that I saw it. I wish we were with a bunch of our friends and I wish we had gone somewhere else. And then we ended up having like, we just walked around and had a little nightcap to shake off <laughs> the, the, the meal that we were bummed about. Because for me, like when we travel, here's probably like a bad part of traveling with me, which I don't put on anybody else ever because I never want to be like, you know, when you're traveling with other people, you have to be very responsible responsible with the energy that you're giving other people on this trip. Obviously, I'm with my husband, so he knows me and knows how to manage it. And we travel really well together, clearly. But every second of a trip, I'm like, we could be seeing something. We could be experiencing something like the sacrifice financially and being away from our home and being away from our work. Like, Every second of the trip, I'm like, this needs to be like, what can we be doing to amplify where we are? And I think that was actually really interesting about being on a boat with a bunch of people. It was like, you have to, you know, you're doing what's good for the group. And this happened to me a few years ago. I went on a boat trip with a bunch of people before David and I had gotten married. And we sailed from Turkey, from Bodrum through Greece. And I got invited to be a guest on this boat. It was so nice. And nice them to offer. But every day we would dock, we would sail to another island and then dock and not get off and see anything. And the anxiety inside of me was overwhelming because I just kept thinking like, don't we want to explore and like eat at these restaurants and see the islands? But a lot of people, like somebody who's wealthy, who's going to rent a boat, like they want to be on their boat. They want to have dinner on the boat. They want to have time and space to relax and not think about having to explore and really, you know, enjoy the conversation amongst the people that were invited. And so it was like an experience that I, it was very interesting for me. And so we had a little bit of that on this trip, but in a way that was really perfect and really good for us. So anyway, I digress. We woke up at five. We left Naples. We ripped down. The ferry from Calabria to Sicily is adorable. Really easy. You just drive your car on. There's a beautiful fucking bar where they obviously make espresso, cappuccino, all thing, pastries. There's a little store. And that's a really quick... Oh, they also have like a pretty good arancini. So we always park our car. We walk to the top, get a coffee, look at the view. Next summer, we'll probably spend a lot more time in Calabria. It's where Carmela's godparents are from. And it's so easy. It's just so close to Catania. You just take that ferry right over. So we ripped over. We got there early because I really wanted to make sure. We weren't supposed to be in Sicily at all. We were supposed to leave from Naples. So we left really early to make sure that we could see Davide's family. So we called his brothers the day before to let them know that our trip had changed and we would be there. And we showed up at the house and surprised Davide's dad, which was really cute. And I got to see the dogs. They have a dog named Cesare, which is a black lab who I love. And that dog has never been inside their house, by the way. So many Italians keep their dog. I mean, I don't want to generalize anything. A lot of the dogs I have met in Sicily specifically have never, are not allowed inside the house, especially the big dogs. So every time I see Cesare, I just always want to like squeeze him and I sneak him food and try to bring him inside. Then we went to Cafe Europa. If any of you are ever in Catania and you want like one of the best traditional 
Sicilian experiences, you want to go to Cafe Europa. This is a controversial statement, but on our trip last summer, we agreed as a group that we liked Cafe Europa better than Cafe Sicilia. But again, very two different experiences. Cafe Europa, you're getting your granita, okay? Like, you want to get a half and half of something. I did half mandala, half pistachio, but the mandala and the coffee is really good. I like it with the cream on top, which is just like a giant dollop of whipped cream. Everybody eats it with a brioche. I'll do that. No matter how often I come here, how many times I've eaten this thing, I don't find it to be normal to eat like an icy whipped cream thing with a piece of sweet bread. But I respect it and I get it. But I oftentimes skip out on the addition of the brioche because I like to eat other things. Cafe Europa has everything. It's a huge bakery, huge bakery. Some of the best cannolis she'll ever have. And then they have amazing like baked goods like that are savory. They also have like really good salads. They have a good Milanese. Like you can kind of get anything there. Thank you, No Diamonds. Probably not as much as you think. Over a billion years old, the natural diamond is still very much a part of the present. They are our engagement rings. They could be a gift from a partner or jewelry we buy to celebrate a win that sparks a lot of joy. But did you know that the stone is connected to 10 million people around the world? From Canada to Africa to Australia, the impact of the natural diamond industry is huge, providing health care, building schools, and roads to remote communities worldwide. Natural Diamond Truths at naturaldiamonds.com slash thank you. Your natural diamond saves threatened species like the African elephant from extinction and protects more land than Paris, London, and New York City combined. Each natural diamond promises a more sparkling future for generations to come. Discover so many more Natural Diamond Truths at naturaldiamonds.com slash thank you. So excited to share one of my new favorite skincare brands, Oak Essentials. Oak Essentials is a line full of luxurious products that really work, especially if you're trying to achieve that natural no makeup look. Launched in 2021 by the team behind Jenny Kane. It's like really in line with the Jenny Kane aesthetic and vibe because it's known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high quality ingredients to create products that really drive results. Oak Essentials aims to unlock healthy glowing skin with decadent hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe dewy glow. The Oak Essentials approach to aging is centered on the idea of helping you just look and feel your best at every age. So Two of my favorites are the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. So I love to use, you know, a little bit of that during the day because a little bit goes a long way. It's super rich. And if I want to get really balmy and yummy before I go out, I'll add like a little bit of extra layer. And then you can just slap a whole heap of that stuff on before you go night-night because you will wake up with the most glowy skin. It has sea buckhorn fruit oil, organic cocoa seed butter, organic coconut oil. And then an all-star for me this summer with all my traveling and as much as I've been laying out, I really thought my skin was going to be so dry. And I get compliments on how moisturized I looked. And that's because that Dew Body Oil from Oak Essentials sits outside of my shower and I put it on right away. It gives you the craziest, most beautiful glow and really improves 
tone and texture. It has organic safflower seed oil, borage seed oil, organic sesame seed oil. It's so yummy and it smells so good. Oak Essentials is really the go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. My followers get 15% off your first order when you use code BEST to check out. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com, promo code BEST. So whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. And you should treat yourself because you deserve it. Freelance work is booming. So many people are taking the leap to start their own businesses. And every time somebody tells me that they've gone to 1099, I get very excited, but I also become extremely adamant about how to maximize your earnings, minimize your taxes, and make sure that you are legally compliant because it's very overwhelming and it's very confusing and it takes time away from your own billable hours, which is why I love collective.com. It was built specifically for businesses of one that are making over $60,000 in profit a year. So collective handles all of your back office work, which allows you to focus on your passion, not your paperwork. Collective has an all-in-one finance solution. So they'll handle your business formation and compliance paperwork, your taxes, your bookkeeping, your accounting, and your payroll, which by the way, these are all separate things you'd be paying for if collective.com didn't exist. Plus, if you're already an LLC, Collective can retroactively elect your S-Corp tax status back to July 1st, which could save you thousands on your 2023 taxes. In fact, Collective members save on average $10,000 per year on taxes with this structure. A Collective membership pays for itself in just a few months, and it's 100% tax deductible. I do not know why you wouldn't do this. I'm obsessed with with Collective. As somebody who's been 1099 for many years, I could scream it from the rooftop. So go to collective.com slash Pia before October 31st to potentially save thousands of dollars on your 2023 taxes. So we had a big launch there with Davide's family, which is really great. And then we went over and met up with some of our friends on this very cute boat. And we sailed through the Aeolian Islands, which is where I was in May for my Revolve trip. The LPA Revolve trip. I'm going to tell you something about the Aeolian Islands. Yes, they are completely magical. Logistically, it's difficult. The islands are all far away from each other. So if you go to the Aeolians, you really need to go by boat. And you really need to be staying on a boat so you can pop off and see the different islands and get there easily. I'll t- let me tell you this. A lot of the islands... I, but you know what? Then again, like I had friends that I saw stayed on some of the islands this summer and had a great time. Pick an island that has a beach. Penarea does not have a beach. There's one small beach that has, it's a black sand, so it's lava. So it gets really hot. And there were a shit ton of jellyfish to the point, like within inches of each other. So we couldn't swim in that water. And that's pretty common. So you want to stay on one of the islands that has a beach. And there are many cute hotels that are just magical and super beautiful. And you could charter like a cute little boat for the day to have someone take you to like little coves and whatever. I still love Ponza off of Rome. It's much easier to get to. Like when we went to Panarea, we had to, you know, you had to take like two flights to get here. Then we had to take a two hour car ride to get on a boat, to go two hours to the islands. So just know it's an adventure. 
And if you want to explore a lot, you're going to need a boat. And I'm pretty sure it was through the fucking company that we worked with who were like helping with logistics. But the price, and thank God this is a fucking work trip and I didn't have to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to afford it. Like our boat that took us from one island to the other was ungodly expense. Like it was a sickening amount of money. But this is the kind of shit that, that really like in these high season, but that was May, so it was low season, but like this is how people make their money. So these car transfers, boat transfers, like all the things that you could do privately are very expensive, but there are ferries to the Aeolian Islands. So just be an advocate to find options that are affordable, okay? Uh, but if you can like rent a boat with a couple people and kind of like rip around, that's a great way to do it. So we saw the Aeolians. I did a whole recap on who, what, where of places to go in the Aeolian Islands, which I'm sure you could find very easily. We watched Stromboli, which is an active volcano with people living on the island erupt. And that was really beautiful. And then we sailed over to Amalfi to a friend's family's place. Okay, thoughts on Amalfi. We talk about this often. Guys, it's fucking expensive. But it can be done very cheap. Again, you're going to need a boat. If you don't have a boat, which you could, by the way, you could rent these little boats very easily. We did it with my mom when we were here like two years ago because some restaurants are only accessible via boat, like the Adolfo, I think Los Colio. I'm sure you can get, but, but here's also the thing. There's a million steps. So like we were with my mom and my baby last time we were there. I definitely needed to make sure that my mom wasn't walking a hundred steps up and down. Like Amalfi, if you're not at like a fancy hotel with an elevator, is a town full of steps. Actually, this is really cute. We were the house we were staying in was in Conca de Marini, and there was like a little book in there that talked about Alba Clemente, who is a, a legend. Francesco Clemente. I don't know if they're still together. Nina, God forgive me, but it's my girlfriend, Nina's mama. And there was a reference to her in this little book about the neighborhood and that she had no clue that growing up, there were places that weren't filled with hundreds of stairs because it was what she was used to growing up, which you just think is like so cute and charming. But like Conca de Marmi, de Marini, excuse me, Conca de Marini has cute little rental, like little houses. It's a million fucking steps up to the street. But it's not that many steps down to the beach. And there were like two or three restaurants down there that were just like adorable. So just know it's a place you're going to be a little active. You should rent a Vespa. That's the best way to get around. The streets are full of traffic. Positano and downtown Amalfi are packed. That's okay. I'm not judging. The same way when we were just in Portofino, it's packed because buses go there and they drop off people by the hundreds and they let them explore the town and then they pick them back up. So I'm just telling you, you don't, it's like, just be aware that it's going to be very crowded. No big deal. But you can find lots of little places to explore around there. And I do think you know, there are plenty of Airbnbs and cute little places to stay in Amalfi. I know like some TikToker complained about all the stairs and like got shit for it. But I was like, let her tell you guys, like you are lugging your fucking suitcase. If you're not staying at a five-star, four-star, three-star hotel, you're lugging a suitcase down hundreds of steps. 
I think you should do it. And I think you can do it because waking up in your own place, making a little breakfast, going to the little bakery to get your stuff, like it's a very beautiful, authentic way to see Amalfi. Uh, but I just want you to be very clear about logistics. So the traffic is crazy, especially when you're driving through Amalfi, like up to Ravello, which is beautiful and you should do it. So if you are comfortable driving on a Vespa, rent a Vespa and rip around because it's, you will fly. It's so much easier that way. All-star meals were in Amalfi. Citrus risotto. I will dream about this every night for the rest of my fucking life. And we got Luigi's number, who was the angel chef who grew up on Amalfi. I will absolutely do my best with all due respect to recreate that, probably over FaceTime. I'm not going to pretend like I know what I'm doing here, but I would love to do a little moment there. Then we went to Portofino. Again, talking about prices, logistics, transportation. Riley and Paige, our angels who were getting married there, it was a small wedding. I think they maybe had like 30 people. So they were arranging transfers for people from the hotel to, you know, or sorry, from the airport to the hotel to trains, like all that. Those private car transfers are fucking expensive. And I think it was like 500 bucks each way or something like crazy. It was a lot. So we did the math and we rented a car. We always rent a car from six. Oh, and you can do this obviously from Amalfi, like you fly to Naples and go, but just so you know, it's, it's a, it's, you are absolutely capable of doing it. We're dealing with a lot of windy roads here. Okay. A lot. And if you hear people honking at you before they turn a corner, it's just them letting you know that they're coming and you should do the same. It's a beautiful dance driving here. You are capable of doing it. You got to be real calm and you got to read the flow a little bit, but it's a lot of twists and a lot of turns and a lot of small streets. But, you know, you'll think that you're like the biggest car and you feel really uncomfortable. And then like a bus will come by and he's like going eight times as fast as you. So it's all possible, except when we were in Naples and it actually wasn't possible. So we did the math because we had to go from, we drove from Amalfi to up to Portofino. There are not a lot of ways, like we could have taken a train or a plane. Like it was a lot, it was a lot of logistics if we didn't just have a car. Again, we drive a lot when we're here, so we're comfortable doing it. Also, we had work to do. And Umbria, where Davide makes all his stuff, is halfway. So we woke up really early in the morning. We left at like five in the morning from Amalfi, ripped over that hill. We saw the fishermen in the morning. It was just adorable seeing what happens at like five in the morning. And then we drove to Umbria. We spent the morning in the factory. We designed, oh my God, I think like one, two, three, four. We designed like five more course styles. For Gaia, we confirmed all the new baby stuff, the colors, the yarns. We need to go back to Umbria and spend like a week there and go to all the fabric and leather fairs and shit, which will be happening in the next six months because it's just very hard to do all this work from across the world. So we spent the day in there. Then we went to this amazing like little Salumeria restaurant for lunch, which was Epic. I literally got like one of everything on the menu. They made, there was like so many different kinds of bread. 
they made this like the bakery is down is like two doors down or something. So the owner of the Salumeria makes a custom focaccia with the bakery that has guanciale in it. It's fucking insane. Like it was insane. Just it was just magnificent and magnificent. Then they gave us this like different kind of bread that was like really hard and toasted with insane butter and anchovies. That was just that was what that was an all-star bite meat-heavy meal. That was a big meat-heavy meal. Then I had two glasses of wine and some great food, obviously, during that lunch. Passed out. Woke up as we drove to Portofino. Passenger princess. Davide just, like, keeps stopping at Auto Girls to get a coffee while I nap. And then we arrived at Portofino in the evening, so I couldn't really see, like, what we were waking up to. And... Wow. Okay. So Portofino is a place that I would never go without a reason for multiple reasons. Davide's family lives in Sicily. Like, you know, the more that we can stay close to where his family is, and, you know, that's eventually where we'd like to buy a home. That's where he's from. Like, great. But we've done a really good job, especially like, was it last year? We went on a road trip to. We went to Marseille to visit one of my besties, Erin Watson, and her husband, Barth, who just opened a really great cafe in Marseille called Cecile. If you have Marseille on your radar, go there. Supergut is the first and only gut health nutrition brand whose prebiotic shakes, bars, and fiber mix are clinically proven to improve digestion, balance blood sugar, sustain energy, and support weight loss. I cannot explain to you enough what this fiber mix has done for me on this trip. I've been posting about it nonstop, but I made a deal to myself to take it every day since I've been here. And in all of my travels, this is the least amount of stomach issues I have ever had on a trip. Let's talk about the bars. The bars are a perfect snack. They're packed with enough protein and fiber to keep you full between meals without any added sugar so you don't have a crash. The prebiotic shakes are delicious. It's great for an easy breakfast or lunch. They're loaded with protein, fiber, 26 vitamins, minerals, keep you full for hours, and they cover all your nutritional bases. And then really, this all-star for me on this trip has been the add to everything fiber mix, which I've literally just been mixing with water. It's so versatile. With four wholesome ingredients, you can add the unflavored powder to anything. Like I said, you could add it to water, but you could add it to coffee, oatmeal, smoothie, yogurt. It doesn't affect any taste or texture. Prebiotics are fiber-rich foods that are the number one fuel source for trillions of beneficial bacteria that are already in our gut. And it's the most effective way to better our gut health. One Once a staple of our ancestors' diets, industrial food processing has really stripped it all away. We're really only getting 5% of our recommended 30 grams per day. And 93% of Americans are metabolically unhealthy. So we can't really ignore this correlation. Supergut comes in delicious flavors like chocolate brownie, strawberry, almond, mocha latte. It's available in both dairy and plant-based options. And it's really the first and only gut health food brand that is clinically proven to work. Use code BEST at checkout for 25% off your purchase. Just go to supergut.com, use code BEST to save 25% off your purchase. That's supergut.com, code B-E-S-T to save 25%. Do yourself a favor, get that fiber mix. 
For signature offerings that help you move, eat, and sleep well, Westin Hotels make travel an opportunity to enhance all your well-being while you're away. Because like, obviously we all love to travel if we can, but it's also kind of like annoying getting off your routine. And maybe sometimes you don't sleep your best or eat your best. And that's why Westin is here for you. Because at Westin, you can work out how you want with a variety of fitness options. First of all, they have the Westin Workout Fitness Studios, which are fabulous and equipped with state-of-the-art equipment. You can go on a group run led by Westin's Run Concierge, which is amazing. It'll show you the beautiful little local hikes and runs around the hotel. And you can do your own thing in your guest room with the Westin's Gear Lending Program. How cool is that? They bring up fabulous gear, like they have bala bands. It's so amazing. Plus, you can eat well with Weston's Eat Well menu. The Weston chefs have crafted dishes for your well-being in mind, so you can choose what's right for you based on portion size, nutritional balance. And then you can recharge your body and mind with restorative sleep. Did you know that Weston makes their own beds and they're called a heavenly bed? And you can buy them for your own home because people are so in love with these beds that they're now available for purchase. They are cozy and fabulous. You're going to get a great night's sleep and you can wind down naturally with their Sleep Well Lavender Balm, which eases tension and soothes the senses. Weston Hotels are also part of Marriott Bonvoy, which is an extraordinary portfolio of hotels and award-winning travel programs. At Weston, you can move well, eat well, and sleep well on the go. Find wellness at Weston. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And then we drove down the Ligurian coast, like past Portofino and everything, which we should have, like now that I know we should have come last year. So, okay, we stayed at the Bellman's. There's two different, this is a fuck you expensive thing. And if we didn't have the wedding rates, there's no, like I've been wanting to check that off my bucket list for a long time, but it's unbelievably expensive. And for the record, it's a lot of the restaurants and beach clubs are very much American prices. Portofino is very chic because there are a lot of real Italians there that are, it's like a, it's a place where like a lot of like very chic, sophisticated Italians vacation. So this is like the opposite experience from, you know, being in like a little beach town you'd find in Sicily or something. The beach clubs are, you know, it's like $100 for a chair. An Aperol Spritz is 25 euro. It's not cheap. But there's just something about Portofino that's insane. Okay, that being said, you can also rent an Airbnb, which a lot of the people from the wedding did. There are a lot of stairs, but there are a lot of adorable Airbnbs. Rent a Vespa. It was not expensive. It's a great way to go from the port to the little, you like go like, you know, it's like a four minute little Vespa ride and you are in this little area where all the beach clubs are. But by the way, stay in Airbnb, go to the little bakery in the Porto, 
pack your bag, jump on your Vespa or a bike, ride over to the beach club area. If you don't want to rent a chair, there are three other little spots right there that don't require a chair where you can just walk down a bunch of steps and jump in the beautiful crystal water. That's just going to be as amazing, if not more amazing. If you are wanting to splurge, if this is a honeymoon, the there are two Bellmans. There's the one up on the hill and then they have shuttles all day that go to the ports and to the little beach area. There's also Splendito Amare, which is in the center of the square in Portofino. Again, we would have breakfast there in the morning because we liked being in the port. And then like, you know, within an hour, there would be, they say, what did they say? They said between 1,000 and 3,000 people a day. Like there will be like a giant cruise ship in the distance and the cruise ship will be boating people in and dropping them off and they give tours. It's adorable. It's a bunch of people who are like excited to see the place. It gets very crowded. But it's beautiful. It's crowded because it's fucking to die for gorgeous. And amongst the crowds, like what we noticed in the four days of being there was that how many people are there who are who li- who like live there, who are from there, like really cute couples. There's something about it. Like now I understand why people go all the time, truly, because it's just, I don't know. It's just the colors. It's so rich in culture, the food. It it was really, I'm curious if we'll end up going back because it is fucking expensive and it would be very different going with a child or two. I mean, if we just had Carmela, she's easy. And there were tons of little kids playing at the beach and stuff, but it's beautiful. Okay. Again, I get so distracted, huh? There's two Bellman's. The Mare location has like 14 rooms. It's fucking adorable. It's less expensive than the big Belmond up on the hill. If you also get a room at Belmond Mare in the Porto, you get a free beach chair at the beach club, which is fire. And you can use the pool at the big Belmond. Breakfast is included. We, even when we stayed up at the big Belmond, our, your breakfast is still included in the one at Splendito Amare. So we had breakfast there in the morning which was just beautiful. It's just sophisticated and beautiful. And if the outfits are that everybody wears are gorgeous and the tile on the floor is to die for and every detail in the bathroom is amazing. Like it was really, it was really, it was beautiful. So we did that. We had watched Paige and Riley have the cutest damn wedding ever with the best people. It was just like I said, it was just 30 people. So it was so fun and getting to know all of their friends was amazing. And then, We woke up really early this morning, drove to Milan. Davide dropped me off at the hotel so I could work. He's at his best friend's showroom because they're doing a collection together. So they are working right now. We're about to meet up for lunch at my fucking favorite restaurant. And then we fly home tomorrow. Back on the grind. Back to being a school drop-off mom. I hope you've enjoyed this trip. I will try to do more recaps. And for those of you who've been DMing me asking me, I don't know if I've done a full episode on this. I think I need to. I've been, a lot of people have been asking me about traveling with a baby and that, oh, I'm coming to Italy next month and I'm nervous. I have a one-year-old or I have a two-year-old. Don't be nervous. Let that energy go. Know that you're going to have a great time. Set the tone as a positive, happy one, okay? All right. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.